Hey there guys, welcome to Ask Jack, I'm your host Jack Hoffbauer. Today is episode one of one, show title is going to be Born Numb. In today's episode we're going to be talking about how addiction should be considered a disease, although many people want to consider it to be a matter of willpower. Today I'm going to be discussing the different ways, science and my own personal opinions of why addiction is not a matter of someone's ability to choose between right and wrong. Uh, but rather them suffering from a disease that may not be within their control as much as some people think it is. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is I want you guys to understand both sides of this argument. So the first side, the side that I am personally arguing for, is that addiction is a disease. And when I say it is a disease, the most important thing to understand is that addicts and alcoholics who are suffering who cannot control their drinking or drug use um, are actually suffering from something that has developed in their brain um, either by genetics or by environment kind of the nature versus nurture argument um, and it wasn't necessarily their fault that they got to that point Um, with this idea comes a specific treatment strategy uh, which is as someone who has worked in the treatment industry for three years now, um, I believe is the most effective way to handle someone who can't control their drinking or drug use, which is because you're suffering from this uh, inability to stop using drugs or alcohol, uh, the best strategy would be to practice complete abstinence from all drugs and alcohol. Um, So you guys understand how serious this uh, drug and alcohol issue is in our country. Um, I have in front of me here a list of statistics from Statista.com, and interestingly enough, in 2018, opioid overdose specifically is more likely to kill someone than a car accident, and if you stop and think about that for a while, it is pretty scary. I mean, there's a lot of things going around to... Uh, prevent safety on the roads and um, you know we need to make sure that we're treating addiction alcoholism just as just as serious on the flip side of that the the other side of this argument is that addiction is a matter of choice and a matter of willpower within within the individual and the idea behind this is that um, people who are struggling with drinking or drug use and it's affecting their life, basically have a hard time deciding when the right time or the right amount to drink and use drugs is. And this is something that through behavior modification, behavior training, different types of therapies, um, they can actually grow out of this and then at some point potentially safely use drugs and alcohol again. Um, Another way to describe this is um, controlled drinking or knowing your limits and um, although a lot of people have argued that this is a potential solution for people who are suffering um, from the information that I have gathered that I'm going to be going over here in just a bit um, including my own personal experience as someone who's been um, who has been sober for four years who suffered from drug and alcohol addiction um, controlled drinking or drinking in moderation isn't something that I see work very often um, and so we're going to 
look into the different studies that have been done surrounding the disease model and hopefully paint a picture for you guys where you can understand the importance of identifying um, addiction and alcoholism in this way. So here we go. So according to Kathy, Betty, Nardi, and Grace, the definition of addiction is defined as the ongoing use of mood-altering substances such as alcohol and drugs despite adverse consequences. So as a disclaimer, one thing I want you guys to understand is that when I talk about addicts or alcoholics, there's a big difference between someone who smokes pot occasionally, maybe got in trouble, something like that, once or twice, um, with someone who's suffering from alcoholism or, or drug addiction. Um, someone who's addicted to drugs or alcohol is not going to be able to, for the most part, show up um, for their daily activities, whether that be school or work. Um, they are going to really struggle to implement the things that you and I take for granted on a day-to-day basis, uh, family relationships, stuff like that. So once you can understand what I'm talking about when I reference the alcoholic or addict, um, I want to discuss a couple of the studies that have been done which have identified addiction as being a disease. Um, As far as what the medical community believes, there hasn't been much debate um, around this issue for a long time now. Um, Actually, for the first time was in 1956 when the American Medical Association identified addiction as a disease. So... Like I said, doctors aren't really arguing this. However, there still exists a strong sentiment of people that believe, hey, if that person can just make better choices, they'll get better. So to follow that up, um, there have been a lot of studies around the genetic influences of addiction and how genes can determine whether or not someone um, is predisposed to becoming an addict or an alcoholic. And in a study done by the MIT Press, and their studies were turned into a book which is titled The Genetic Influences on Addiction, an Intermediate Phenotype Approach. So from this book, um, I found a few things, but in specifically I found a quote that says, it has become evident that complex combinations of multiple gene variants must contribute to phenotypic alcohol consumption. Um, So they do a lot of different studies in here, but basically what they're saying is they've definitely found evidence that genes and specific gene variants are responsible for risky behaviors and which can lead to alcoholism. Um, They're continuing to make strides in, in that area as well. The next thing I want to talk about is the AA theory. Um, so when I say AA, I'm, I'm talking about Alcoholics Anonymous. And what Alcoholics Anonymous believes is that um, alcoholics and addicts are suffering from what they call an allergy of the body, uh, which basically says that once one can start drinking um, or once one starts drinking, they cannot stop. And a quote that I really like from, from the uh, books of Alcoholics Anonymous is that, quote, men who have, we are like men who have lost their legs. They never grow new ones. Neither has there been treatment who can make a normal drinker out of an alcoholic. So there's another really great and uh, tested treatment strategy that is saying, hey, um, controlled drinking for the, for the real addict or alcoholic is not going to work. 
So the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is an example from my personal history with my struggles with addiction and alcoholism. Um, I want to start at the beginning. Uh, when I was 15 or 16 years old and me and all of my friends um, were starting drinking for the first time. We were sneaking into our parents' liquor cabinets, stealing a beer from the fridge, stuff like that. And from a very early age, I can remember getting to a point where all of my friends decided that it was time to stop drinking. And I don't remember having that specific intuition to stop, Um, even from a young age. I just didn't have it. And eventually what that grew into was a full-blown drug addiction, which included homelessness, um, IV heroin, and meth use, um, along with legal trouble, stuff like that. And, you know, there was nothing in my in my early life that that I can say caused me to do these things. And so when I look at the fact that me and all my friends started at the same place, and yet I had something within me to take me to depths of incomprehensible demoralization that I never thought I would experience um, to me, and then comparing that to my friends' experiences, which was, you know, to have the ability to stop drinking or using drugs whenever they please, to me, that's a great example of the disease of addiction working in my life. And, um, you know, today I have four years sober and I, and I continue to practice complete abstinence from all drugs and alcohol. And, you know, in doing so, I've been able to live a really, really good life. And which is why I work in the field and why I'm so passionate about making sure that people understand the importance of not blaming the addict for making poor choices and understanding that they need specific coaching and they need to learn how to practice abstinence in order to deal with something that may not have been from their, their control. Well, guys, that concludes our podcast for today. I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to our conversation about why I believe addiction needs to be viewed in all areas of study as a disease and not as a matter of a lack of willpower within that individual. I hope you guys are having a good day and you enjoyed this podcast. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Ask Jack. And with that, I must say good luck and Godspeed. And hopefully I catch you listening in to a future show. All right.